Welcome to another episode of Meta Athletes, the Playbook podcast, where we bring our coaches' insights directly to our community. Uh, Coach B, I'm joined by Coach B today on the, on the podcast, and today we're going to talk, uh, it's kind of a hot-button topic, if you ask me. It's something that, um, I don't know, there's a lot of people that are kind of like, they, they proclaim they're experts, or they might have been using these types of products for a long time, but in my opinion, there's a lot of myths, there's a lot of things to debunk. But um, as most things that we do with meta athletes, we want to provide a good foundational knowledge point for, for people to understand, you know, how they should be, uh, how they should be participating, how they should be treating, how they should be implementing into their routines. And so uh, Coach B, we're going to talk about supplements today. And I think it's a, it's a really interesting one because we were just chatting before the show that um, athletes, celebrities, influencers, seems like everybody has like their own line of supplements and um Sometimes they have like outrageous claims. Sometimes they have uh, opportunities where maybe people can do things at a much faster rate and and kind of you know feed that instant gratification uh, that a lot of people are looking for in today's world. So today we really want to discuss you know what are what are the foundations? Uh, how should we approach it? How should we put it you know develop it into our routines and um, and also just understand what is it actually doing for us versus what maybe the claims and the, and the marketing, the advertising that we we're just talking about uh, has kind of brought it to the market with uh, with a certain angle or a certain opportunity. So, uh, Coach B, when I think about supplements, I think about dietary supplements and I think about performance supplements. And um, I don't know is that is that a good place to start to to kind of break it down to the, those two categories. Probably, you know, I think it's also, I think we're getting more questions too, because the, um, the, the playbook is out, right. The nutrition playbook is out. And if you go through it, there's not a lot of talk about supplements in there because ideally like what we're really trying to gear towards is, is developing a foundation of proper nutrition first and foremost, and understanding that the majority of your health is going to be derived from the quality of nutrition that you intake. And we talk about nutrition, primarily our macronutrients, our fats, our carbs, and the proteins, and where are we getting those sources from? Um, but also understanding what the relationship of, of, of food is and what we intake it for. Like the, right, the primary purpose is, is for energy. Like that is what we're trying to get and derive from food is energy to fuel our body, fuel our mind, fuel our organs, uh, all the things that our, our our body needs to be able to do on a regular basis, regardless of performance. And so, the the you know, I think my um, my thought process has changed throughout my career when in regards to supplements. When I was younger, uh, I wasn't a professional yet, but like when I was younger, when I was in college, you know, I read muscle and fitness magazines and in in a lot of these websites on the internet and they proposed a lot of, uh, you know, a lot about supplements. And I thought if I wanted to get bigger, stronger, faster, I need to take supplements. So that's, that's kind of like where like the market has gone and where advertising has kind of gone towards. If you want to increase your lean muscle mass, you have to take this, you have to get, you got to take creatine, you got to take protein, you got to do this. And I started to realize, and maybe as I got older, I think I started to develop a filter. And I started to develop a filter to be able to understand what was legit, what was not, and um, kind of say almost like this concept of the Pareto principle. Do you know what the Pareto principle is, Drew? No, never heard of it. The eighty twenty rule. Have you ever heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Pareto principle, right? So where um, the majority of your, of your your benefits, right? The eighty percent of your benefits are going to come from. Um, I might be bastardizing this right now, but like the majority of your benefits you're going to get. 
um, are from like the, the smaller things that you do, right? It, and they're just going to add up and accumulate over the course of time. And I think that's what happens with your body, changing your body, changing your energy, all those types of things is proper nutrition is going to give you the majority of what you need. And then supplements are really it, exactly what it says. It's to top off. It's to fill in the missing blanks. It's to fill in what you may not be getting based on the quality of nutrition, where you live, uh, you know, what you can afford, if you can afford good eating. It's That's where I think supplements kind of really fill in the blanks. But the majority of benefits that we're going to get are, are, are going to be from our nutrition. Now, to go back to what you said before, like you've got dietary supplements and then performance supplements. And, um, you know, it's, I think that's what it comes down to is why. Like, why are you interested in supplements? What are you looking to gain and benefit from there? So I think that's probably the probably where we should start is like, is why would somebody, if you're interested in a supplement, like what is your goal? Like what's the purpose of, of you looking into it? Yeah, I mean, for me specifically, um, when I think about the supplements that I take, it's to, it's almost just like, a, I want to make sure I'm not deficient in anything, right? So, um, you know, athletic greens, multivitamin, fish oil, D3, magnesium, like those are probably the ones I take daily. And it's not specifically for, it's not specifically for like, Hey, this is going to do something for me. It's more so I know I'm going to feel a certain type of way, or my body's not going to be up to par if I'm deficient in one of these. And uh, so that's, I guess that's why I take a kind of like blanket around those, like those main supplements. And um, yeah, that, that's what I think about, uh, you know, I remember being in college and um, wanting to go work out and wanting to get bigger. And then you like the first thing you do, even before like you come up with a program or figure out who's going to be uh, your gym partner, it's like you make that trip to GNC and you're like, okay, I need creatine, I need pre-workout and I need like mass builder. And then you leave and you're like, okay, now I'm ready to like go to the yeah, gym. Right. And I've totally changed since then. Now it's just like, no, like I'll get my protein in because I didn't get enough protein in my, in my diet. Right. So it's, it's supplementing that protein need. Um, pre-workout sounds crazy to me. Like uh, just yeah. the, the, the stimulant that it is yeah. sounds mm -hmm. crazy. And I think that people that take it are not, there's anything wrong with them, but I, I think it's totally unnecessary. Like you shouldn't be dependent on a stimulant like that to want to go out and work out. Um, so those are things that come up to me you know, similar to you. Like I've had this, like this change of like how I think about supplements more so in a defensive layer of like not being deficient versus I'm going to take this to get this, or I'm going to take this yeah. to feel like that. Um, and I think that unfortunately that's how people, uh, in my opinion, have this perspective on supplements. Like I'm going to take this to make sure I get yeah. amazing sleep, or I'm going to take this to make sure I have energy throughout the day. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I don't take that aggressive offensive approach to supplements, uh, like, like a lot of people do. And so I think that's what I'm most curious on is, um, you know, I, I think it's, well, you just mentioned this before a show too, is like understanding what your levels are now to make sure you're not deficient so that yeah, you can yeah. kind of prioritize. But, um, yeah, you're doing almost like insurance, right? Like you're, it's that's, like that, that's, that's the way really I kind of look is. at it too, right? Yeah. You're, you're doing it as a, just in case, right? Just in case if I'm not doing, if I'm not getting the quality of nutrients that I think I'm going to get, I know based on what I've read and based on what research says, supplementing with D3, if I'm not getting enough sun, sunlight is going to help my immune system and help my bones. Right. right. Same thing. If I, if I, you know, I know omega threes are, are good for my, for my brain, for my heart health. And if I don't eat enough high fatty food, high fatty fish, if I supplement with it, it's going to cover that bucket, right? It's going to, it's going to fill that bucket. Um, I think that's the way the majority of people kind of look at supplements. Well, 
they should maybe look at supplements is right. really to try to fill in the holes or fill in the gaps that they may not be getting through their regular diet and their regular nutrition. And it can be confusing, right? Like I listen to podcasts just as you do. And some of these health podcasts that we listen to, right, they're being sponsored and they're promoting different supplements. And you may believe that person to be trustworthy. And maybe, who knows, maybe med athletes one day will be get, get will have their own sponsor and we'll talk about things. But we're going to talk about things that we, that we believe in, right? We're going to talk and th- talk about things that we trust in, that we know that's going to work. Um, but I think for the majority of our listeners, like if we can really dial in really good nutritional habits and then use supplements based on, on blood profiling, right? If you can get a really good blood profile, then you're going to know where you're deficient. Are you deficient in iron? Are you deficient in vitamin D? Are you deficient in your electrolytes? You're de- deficient in magnesium. Um, what are you deficient in B vitamins? And maybe that's why you have low energy. Like that's, that's when you're really going to know. And you can take more, almost like a, like a, uh, like a, like a targeted approach towards your supplements. And that's where having, you know, a good blood profile done and then having a nutritionist or a natural path who can really understand where you might need things, um, can help you feel that you're best. Cause I think that's what, that's what the ultimate why is, right. Is, is we're eating. And we're supplementing so we can feel the best that we can, so we can optimize our performance, whether it be athletically or business-wise, right? Or just day-to-day professionally, we need to be able to optimize our approach so we can be the best versions of ourselves for whoever is, who our clients are, our customers are, uh, the athletes that we've been able to see. Like that's We got to be at our best for them. It makes a ton of sense. And uh, I, I love that approach of, uh, of, of really dialing nutrition and using it as a supplement. I mean, that's, like you said, it's literally in the terminology. Um, something that I recently saw that was kind of interesting is uh, people absorb nutrients differently. And I think a lot of that can be based on gut health. And so I'm kind of curious, um, you know, something that I've recently seen between like friends, between reading this a little bit is, you know, people that know they've gotten blood, they've gotten blood work, they have a profile, they know they're deficient in something they start taking it, you know, pretty aggressively to kind of raise those levels back. And then they go back after a couple of months and realize they're still deficient. One thing like to me, that's really interesting. And so it really kind of, for me, it goes back to that, that uh, statement that I heard that your gut health, you know, based on your, whether it's great and you're able to absorb or it's not great and it doesn't absorb, you know, that that has a huge effect. Is that something that you, uh, that you found as well with, uh, with your experience? Yeah, there's some readings. I I, I got to remember the uh, the book where I got this from, but there was a large chapter in uh, in understanding microbiomes and understanding how gut health is directly related to your nervous system and your brain health. And um, really interesting stuff. Um, and it's not coming top of mind right now, but from what I do remember, the, the basic premises is that uh, that we do have good bacteria in good, you know, biomes within our, with our intestinal tract in our digestive system. And that's helped to break down foods, um, you know, produce vitamins, you know, regulate our metabolism, um, help our immune system, but really try to extract the amount of vitamins and minerals from our food as, as best as we can so that we can ultimately function at a higher rate and function at a higher level. And we do hear experience like bloating and, and like gassiness and all these types of things. And these are responses of our intestinal tract and our digestive systems that we're not able to absorb the, the quality of nutrients to, to the best, best of our ability. 
And what does that bloating do? It makes us feel uncomfortable. And then when we start to feel uncomfortable, we may not function at our best. We may not perform at our best. And maybe that's going to limit our ability to express force. Maybe that's going to limit our ability to express and focus our attention towards the task that we want to be able to, to perform at that moment, whether it be having a conversation or go to write an article or go to write a thread, whatever it may be. We got to start to realize that how we feel in our stomach, in our, in, in through our digestive system is going to directly impact how we feel mentally too. Yeah, no, I think that that's a huge, uh, that's a huge factor that uh, part of my nutrition and diet uh, journey has, has really stemmed from trying to understand better brain health. Um, and I, I just remember, you know, going back and being like, okay, the foods, foods that I'm taking, if they're low quality foods, not only affecting, you know, my body, my body comp and my, my lack of nutrition, but also uh, feeling like a little bit foggy, not being concentrated, yeah. not having focus. Like it's crazy how, how things have changed since I've really cleaned up my diet, not only, not only eating natural foods, but also targeting certain foods that are, are known to help with cognition and function. And, and um, yeah, so like, I think the, the omega threes, the fish oil, like, like you said, high fatty fish foods, nuts, seeds, um, those are things that I've been targeting. Um, so I, I totally understand that point and how you feel can lead to that performance at a large key, right? That's not what a lot of people talk about, but it's like the, it's like the factors of, of like, this might do something for you, but, uh, the factor that I could have on your performance, the factor it could have throughout your day is what you're talking about, which I think is really interesting. Well, the thing about this, right? Like we, I think we've all experienced this, right? We've all experienced, you know, big meals, holiday functions, family functions, right? And we we eat a large bolus of food, like a like a, a vast quantity of food. How does that make you feel? Right? Like so, like you have a holiday dinner, right? The holidays were a couple months ago. Like, I know I can tell you what I feel like. You feel tired, you feel sleepy, right. you feel I mean, and there are there's different hormones associated with different foods, but uh you feel lethargic, like. And if you feel that way, what, what can you accomplish when you feel that way? What yeah. can you, you know, I mean, think about it. You feel like, off. Yeah. You feel <laughs> off. And there's certain times where like, I'll eat something. It can even be like a larger meal, but it's like really like to me, the best way I can describe it is like, it's, this is wholesome. And it like gives me energy. I feel good. Like, uh, I'm thinking of like, um, what's that Mediterranean kava? Like when I eat mm. kava, you know, where it's just like nuts, seeds, lettuce, mm. you know, protein, um, after I eat it, I just feel good versus maybe if I eat something that's a lot more like rice based or something that's a little bit bigger. Like you said, it can feel lethargic and feel a little mm -hmm. bit slow, but um, no, that's really interesting coach B. And uh, I totally understand how the factors go, go past just the initial event. Um, something that you mentioned earlier, that is a huge topic that I've been, I've been hearing more and more about and something that athletes are very uh, conscious of is these regulations, right? So, you know, you work at a D1 university, they have certain regulations that I think are probably pretty synonymous with the pro levels, but um, they're extremely strict, right? Because they don't want to put themselves in a position where, you know, they, they will, uh, will uh, break a Give rule. you a benefit. Yeah. Well, it, well, if you take something that you're not supposed to, or it's not regulated yeah. by that, that governing body, then maybe you get suspended or maybe, you know, yeah. maybe it takes you out of the game. Yeah. And so I know people are very conscious about it. Um, what does that regulation mean? Do you, is it, is it quality of, of ingredients? Is it, you know, what is it? What does it mean for the everyday person to have so a regulated supplement versus non-regulated? Yeah, so there's uh, the way that the IOC, the NCAA, they they kind of define these things. It's based. It's they're called ergogenic aids, right? So, 
And there's lots of different ergogenic aids. You can have physical aids, you can have nutritional aids. And so specifically for this conversation, when we talk about like nutritional aids, um, the things that are going to be banned are the things that are going to, uh, you know, upregulate hormones, right? So if you have any kind of like a steroid, right? Something that's going to augment your hormone, your internal hormonal chemistry that can increase your performance is going to be banned, right? And then there's and a lot there's a lot of things for it because it gives it gives somebody an advantage or a benefit, but also there's a there's a health risk that's that goes along with it too. And if we're trying to promote health and we're trying to promote performance, we want to do it in the safest way possible. Um, but there are things like like caffeine, right? Caffeine we intake daily. That's that's an ergogenic aid because it's going to increase fat metabolism. And that allows us to increase heart rate. And that's going to be able to allow us to be able to produce more energy if we can better utilize it for, for uh, energy metabolism. But if you have too much caffeine, it can be, it can throw you off and it could be deemed that you're breaking a rule. Right. And so that's, that's the thing to be able to understand too. The way the NCAA kind of defines things is that um, it's permissible for a institution to provide food. So anything that's deemed a food, which means it has macronutrients, so carbohydrates, proteins, fats. So if we were to give a protein supplement, completely okay, because it's replacing food. If we were to give creatine, for example, that's not permissible because it's not food. It's a substance you can derive from food and from intaking protein, but it's not something that you can permissibly give. Now, in professional settings, it's going to be a little bit different. Like you can give different types of supplements. You can give individual amino acids. You can give all these, you know, individual type of um, um, nutrients, um, but they have to be NSF certified. And what NSF certified means is that it's an assurance that a product has been tested by an independent certification organization. Um, so that helps create a, somewhat of a level playing ground for everybody that they're intaking that they're going to intake what's actually been certified to deem what it actually is. Because if it's not NSF certified, somebody can just put a, put a label on something and say, it's, you're going to get 10 grams of creatine. In reality, we might only get two grams and the rest is going to be junk. It's going to be just filled with fillers and other, other ingredients that may not be safe for you. So having something that's NSF certified allows you to, to know that you're actually going to get what the label says you're going to get. Does that help? That's yeah, no, it <laughs> totally does. Uh, yeah. Just to yeah, make sure it is, you know, that you understand what it is that you're putting in your body. It's huge. And um, you know, as we kind of wrap here, you know, there's a couple of things that come to mind for me and you know, what I've gathered from today's episode and, and what you're saying is uh, get a, get a blood profile done, understand where maybe deficiencies are, um, if you do have deficiencies, your priority should be, how am I going to get this naturally from food versus going to a supplement as your first choice? Um, I think the thing that comes to mind for me is, um, you know, even protein, like even protein powder, like, you know, something that I've, uh, I've like looked at it on the counter and I'm like in my head, I'm just like, okay, I've been told my whole life that this is a great supplement, a great product for me. But then I go back to what you said, I'm like looking at, it, I'm like, this is literally a powder, you know, mm. like, I sh like I should be getting protein from uh, natural sources yes. versus having this as a, as a, as a pillar of my health, but we've just been programmed our whole lives to be like, Oh, protein shake. That's super mm. healthy for you. Right. But then you like, I don't know, you get back to, you like snap out of the matrix a little bit. It's kind of how I think <laughs> about it. It's like, this is literally like a 
Coach B talks about process, pro- like this is a powder, it's, it's like process, a white powder, right? right? It's like extremely processed. And um, so that's where my mind's been going to a lot recently. And so, uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great reminder just to figure out if you have deficiencies, prioritize natural foods. Um, but one thing that stands out to me is like, my girlfriend is a perfect example. She doesn't like fish. She doesn't like nuts. She doesn't like all these things, right? So now she's like, okay, how am I, how is she going to get this nutrient that yeah. you know, is, is, is essential for her? if she doesn't like these types of foods that are good sources of, mm-hmm. of a certain nutrient. Um, so we found some ones like, you know, flaxseed, chia seed going into yeah, like oatmeal yeah. and smoothies and things like that have been helpful. Um, do you have a list of like supplements that you do recommend? I mean, we, I know that we have partners, we have, um, we have a list that, you know, that you recommend just because people are searching for these types of products. Um, we'll make that available to our holders and listeners of the podcast, but what's like top of mind for you? Like yeah, I just told yeah. you my list earlier, like those are things I take daily just cause like that's like, for me, that's a good blanket of, of making sure that I'm not deficient in any of those. Um, are there things that you do recommend um, outside, like, you know, prioritize food, but if you can't prioritize it, these are ones that you should, yeah. you should use for, for a supplement basis. I do. And I think your, the analogy you gave, or the, the analogy, the example you gave with your girlfriend is perfect. Like that is exactly where supplements can really fit in is if right. somebody may not, you know, they have a food aversion, um, they don't like a particular food, the way it tastes, the way it makes them feel. So then supplements can fill in those blankets. So like a protein supplement is great. Um, you know, one rule of th- thumb I like to give to athletes and clients is to make sure that when you design a meal or you're going to go have a snack, make sure there's protein at every single meal. And so sometimes you may not have the availability um, to be able to pack snacks. If you don't have the time to prepare all these types of things, but you want to make sure that you're, you're getting protein every single meal, that's where a protein supplement can come into play. Right. And so, um, usually typically they're going to be in powder form and, and there's going to be different types right? you can get a milk protein blend. You can get a whey blend. You can go egg, rice, soy, um, pea protein, uh, based on whatever your nutritional preferences are, there's probably going to be a protein product that's going to be out there. So that's probably the first thing. Second one is going to be a fish oil because it is like, it's expensive in this day and age to, to get really high quality fish. And if you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're boosting your, your health, your heart health, your brain health, um, making sure that you get the right good amounts of fat into your diet, um, a fish oil supplement is probably a good, good one. The next one is going to be some sort of green supplement. And again, same thing, type of thing. Like we want to make sure that we get a lot of fruits and vegetables through our diet. Um, but sometimes like we might not be able to get the, the highest qualities. And so, um, greens are going to be a great blend of like antioxidants, but it's really the way I, I, I like greens, uh, pr- fruits and vegetables in a green supplement is to try to help us stay a little bit more alkaline. Like when we eat a lot of breads, carbohydrates, proteins, it tends to be a lot more acidic to our bloodstream. And if we can take in greens or proteins and, um, or sorry, fruits and vegetables, it allows us to stay a little bit more alkaline so we can have a better pH balance within our blood too. And that's going to help decrease some inflammation with our body. Um, a really good multivitamin, uh, you know, mineral supplements are just making sure that we're getting all those little micronutrients that we need. Uh, probably the other ones that I'd recommend is, is I'm seeing more and more about creatine, right? Like there's, we, we know that creatine is really good for developing lean muscle mass, improving muscle performance, but there's a host of, of research out there that it really helps with, with cognitive function and in our, in our brain health too. So creatine might be one that's, that might be a, a staple, you know, um, 
I still That's an interesting one because yeah, the creatine I've been seeing a lot more recently. And you know, growing up, you just think creatine is like, oh, if you're trying to put on yeah. lean mass, yeah. like creatine is a product you should be taking. Uh, but I've definitely seen creatine as a more like you mentioned, a staple that uh that people are taking without necessarily, you know, the the goal of becoming yeah. bigger, leaner, stronger, just as an everyday supplement. Like a health, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really interesting one to me. And I also um you know, we, this episode, like, is not a, uh, it's not trying to like, you know, downplay or, or make it a negative thing. Cause I think supplements absolutely have a play in, in, you know, how we take care of our bodies. But, um, one thing that was interesting on the greens, this is something that came up for me probably the last couple of months. And actually, um, just something that I don't think a lot of people know about, or maybe they do know about is, uh, like just over farming, which could, uh, could lead to not as much, you know, these, these organic, you know, produce that we're buying at grocery stores, maybe not having as much nutrients as we think they do over time. You know, I think oh, maybe, maybe that's a myth, maybe it's not, or I don't know if that's something that you heard, but it's another reason why I think the supplementation is important is, you know, maybe, you know, these, these vegetables and fruits um, don't have the same level of nutrients that they had previous. Right. And so that's a great Agreed. way to ensure goes back to that insurance stock. I think we've talked about this before is like, make sure you're getting the, you know, a certain level of nutrients through supplementation because maybe over farming does produce less, um, less nutrient, you know, natural nutrient factors. And, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the natural choice. So, um, that's another one that I heard recently, but, um, do you think that that's, do you think that that's like, uh, something that we should be concerned about or what have you heard about that? Over farming? Yeah, yeah just like I mean, I'm talking about like over the course of like last 20, 30 years yeah. of like the way that we think about like buying organic and, and buying, you know, natural products. Um, you know, maybe they're they don't have the same levels that they used to versus like a, you know, I'm thinking like of like a farm in Russia or a farm mm. somewhere overseas where like the fruits are totally different and they uh they they have more nutrition packed in them than versus maybe somewhere here where we're over farming. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um I haven't looked into over farming specifically, but I do know from my own personal mission to try to eat a little bit more organic or eat a little bit more that doesn't set things that don't have pesticides, things that are going to be less processed. Right. I do know, and I've, and I've felt the difference is when you have less processed foods in your diet, it's going to function at a higher level and you're not going to need as much volume of food to make you feel mm-hmm. full because you're going to get the nutrients that you get. Like the more processed something is, basically the more steps it's taken to get from the ground to you, the less nutrients it has. The more steps it's taken, like we talked about the powder form before, like the more steps it's taken to get from its most natural source to how you consume it, if the more steps there is, the less nutrients it has. The less nutrients it has, the easier it is to overconsume. So you're going to end up intaking more calories well, and those calories that, aren't going to be the best it, places. Yeah. It's a, it's an incredibly important um, point because I just saw this stat and it's actually two stats. It's America has never been more obese and defici- deficient in nutrients than we are now. Isn't that and wild? So what you're ta- <laughs> that's what you're talking about though. It's like we're eating more food, but not receiving um, the nutritional benefits from it. Right. And so uh, overeating of the low quality foods and uh, not prioritizing nutrient packed foods. Like that's, it's incredible to like, to know that we're over, we're literally overeating, but not, we're not getting the, the nutritional yeah, you know, getting... benefits from it. So that's, I think that's a, a like, to me, that's mind blowing. And uh, I think it says a lot. Cause you can like, you can just like insulate your head goes to, yeah, kind of makes sense. Right. And um, so for me, that's been really helpful in my journey to be like, okay, not only am I not going to overeat, but 
I'm going to find mm. what's most effective for my body and my mind. Um, so I think that's a, that's an awesome, awesome uh, point that you made there. Anything else, Coach B, is there any other like myths or anything else that comes to mind for you that we want to leave the people with before we, we close up? I think supplements is one that's going to be ever evolving. We'll probably have to do this episode again in a year yeah. and, uh, and talk about all the updates yeah. and the research and the studies. But um, I think this is really good for me. This has been really helpful. Um, so I, I think that this is a good foundation, but anything else you want to leave them with? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one supplement that I, that I've learned about over the last couple of years, that's been, that's immense in how our, our brain functions, our cells, our nerves, our muscles, our bones is, is, is magnesium, right? Magnesium is an electrolyte, but magnesium, um, specifically magnesium by glycinate. There's different types of magnesium you can get and you want to be yeah. careful that with which ones you get. So some may act, act like more like a laxative, which you don't want. But in terms of like really helping sleep, because I know a lot of people in our community like really struggle with like getting to sleep. I know magnesium by glycinate is an unbelievable like muscle relaxer and allows us to really help us calm down prior to bed. Like I've had athletes take it, but prior to bed and they, and they, their sleep is amazing. The quality of their sleep is, is really good. So that's when I do want to mention, um, electrolytes is another good one too. Uh, yep. it, it, just in case if we're, if you sweat a lot, um, obviously it's going to help against prevent against cramping, but it's going to be really good because, um, it allows us your body to perform so many different chemical reactions. And so that's one way you want to make sure you get, um, vitamin D we didn't really talk about too, but, um, or we might've mentioned that. And then the only other one I do want to mention is, is there's, I've looked into a lot of, um, research about collagen and collagen is one, especially for connective tissue and bones. And there's a large wealth of knowledge with, um, a, a supplement with collagen and how it can really help against, um, tendon, tendon injury, injuries, tendon issues. So that's one too, that's specifically in like individual needs cases. If the, if you have a tendonitis or tendinosis within your knees. Well, that's probably a good one to, to, as you, as you age, as you get older, that's yeah. probably a good protein as a, as a supplement, right? Because I mean, I, I know a lot of people that have those tendon and joint issues. And I've also heard stories of people that, you know, I'm trying to think of the, the brand that got really popular on collagen protein. Um, can't think of it right now, but um, I had an uncle who had incredible like knee pain, joint pain. Mm. Started taking this daily, and after months, he like he's like it's I feel it's totally, like totally different. Yeah. So yeah. collagen protein is interesting. We have that at our house. It's something that we mix into some of our smoothies, and and yep. uh, yeah, I think that's a great one. Magnesium. What you were talking about in terms of um, muscle relaxation, it's the same magnesium that's used in like a, a bath salt. Similar. Yeah. Similar. Like, but there are different, like magnesium comes in so many different um, yeah. forms. Um, but the specific one that helps with muscle relaxation is magnesium by glycinate. So um, it's, it's derived from a salt of magnesium. And the, and the, that, yeah, that's interesting. I remember, you know, years ago, with, if you're super sore or you want to get Mag you know, deep relaxation, magnesium and bath salts is, was, that uh, was a really popular product um, with electrolytes. What's interesting to me is like, there's just so many factors electrolytes play because, um, you know, typically you think, I mean, look, I, I literally drink a couple of these water things a day, right? I try to get at least a gallon of water in a day, but um, you think you're, you think you're keeping yourself properly hydrated, but if you don't have the salt and the mm. electrolytes to keep, to retain the water, then maybe you aren't as hydrated as you think you are. Um, and so there's almost this factor and uh, maybe you can kind of touch on it a little bit too. I know we talked about hydration in the past, but um it's almost just like it's not as efficient if you don't have a certain level of, of sodium in your body. Yeah. Well, like, like, continually drink water throughout the day. 
if you think about it or like, you know, biology back in eighth grade from what you might remember about sodium potassium pumps, like water follows salt into your cells, right? And when we drink fluids, we want to make sure that our cells are optimally hydrated as you drink a glass of water. I love it. So we want to make sure that we have enough salt, chloride, potassium, all these electrolytes within our, within, within our body so that it can actually draw water into the cell. And then your cells utilize that water to create energy. Like that's part of the chemical reactions of being able to create energy, break down, break down um, ATP to release energy is we need, we need water, but it needs to function within our cells and not just extracellularly. So we have, we can be hydrated extracellularly or hydrated intracellularly. We want to have that water drawn into that cells. And the only way that's drawn in is through electrolytes. You remember that? Got it. Yeah. I mean, this is like, uh, yeah, I distinctly remember like looking at the cell wall and, yeah. and all the parts of the cell and, and, and how the water is drawn in. Yeah. I think it's just interesting. It's an interesting topic because somebody might, you know, be drinking water all day, but maybe not necessarily be as hydrated as one thinks, but there's so many different factors that that tied to it based off of, uh, based off of what you're talking about in terms of those levels. But, um, coach B, this has been awesome. I think this is a great foundation. There's other things that we can, we can dive into, I'm sure, which maybe we can do some, some side podcasts on when it comes to like, I don't know, like, uh, supplements for specifically for, you know, brain cognition and function. And, um, there's, there's things that I've kind of experimented with over the past year to understand, you know, certain mushrooms and things like that, um, that, that maybe help with function. Uh, tea is another one that people are interested in, like the, the levels of antioxidants and, and what that can mean for somebody and, uh, different types of herb supplements that people use for, for certain reasons. But, um, I think today was perfect. I think it's a great, great introduction to supplements. Uh, we've been getting this question a lot in our, in our community. So I thought it was a good one to cover, but, um, yeah, appreciate you. And, uh, I, I don't know, is there, is there anything else on your list that you want to make sure you cover and, and throw in here? No, those are probably the biggest ones, but again, like, you know, a supplement doesn't supplement a, a poor diet. So that's one thing right. I th we'd like to really reiterate for all the listeners out there is, is making sure that we, we, we eat really, really, really well. And then we look to supplement instead of like the example you gave before getting supplements first and then trying to figure out your training plan or figure out who you're going to work out with right. all these things. Let's, let's make sure we dial in the, the, the big rocks first before we try to fill in um, you know, the, with like little pebbles, right. Yeah. The best analogy, yeah. right. If you got a, if you got a glass jar, let's make sure we don't fill it with sand and pebbles first, put the big rocks in first and then try to fill it in with the sand and little pebbles first last. Yeah. That, that's so significant. Cause I feel like so many people, uh, you just look to, to fill it up with like a new trend or whatever their favorite influencer is, is, uh, is pedaling on their podcasts. And so, um, yeah, I think that's, it's really important. Um, there's one more thing coach B that I wanted to throw to you about. I don't want to blank on it. So maybe we'll just have to, we'll have to revisit this, this topic in a, in a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, appreciate your time. Hopefully that's a great uh, foundation when people are curious on the, on the supplements um, we do, we did release uh meta athletes guide to nutrition. And so that's available for holders in our discord. And that's a token gated uh, website page that gives you a, a PDF guide as well as uh, exclusive podcast episode with coach B really dives into the foundations of nutrition, which I think is a great, uh, great, greatly pairs with uh, this conversation. But um, other than that, Coach B, I think uh, I think that's that's what all we got for today. So uh, we'll see everybody next week. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks, Drew.